Welcome to PyPod Chronicles, a series that brings our tech blog to life in a whole new way. Covering an array of topics surrounding Python and tech, from programming tips, best practices, and so much more. Let's get immersed in Python with the Nerd Nook on the go. Here we are in episode 9. If you've been keeping up with the blog, then you'll know me as Rusty Raccoon, but if you're new here, hey, I'm Josh, your host. In this episode, we are going to be talking about PyQT, and I gave this the name of a comprehensive guide to mastering PyQT. If you don't know what PyQT is, don't worry, because I've got you covered. I am stoked to have you all in this episode. Hey, before I dive in for the episode, in the link in the description takes you to our blog. And by subscribing, you get my very own free Python cheat sheet that I've made for beginners in Python. If you're new to Python, check it out, because it's a resourceful tool that I give to all my students on their first day of class. Let's jump in. If you've ever dreamed of crafting a feature-rich desktop application using Python, you're in luck. There's frameworks like Django or Flask, but those are web-based applications. When it comes to creating a desktop application, Python thrives in two frameworks. One is tkinter, the other one is pyqt, which I'm a huge fan of and I've used a lot in my work. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about pyqt, and I'm going to share with you guys tips and tricks to help you code like a wizard in this amazing framework. Before we delve deeper into pyqt, let's set the stage for your new coding adventure. Let's start with the development environment setup, ensuring you have all the necessary tools at your disposal. To install PyQt, just head to your terminal, pip3 install PyQt5, and you will get PyQt. Now, we are on PyQt6, but because PyQt5 and 6 are so similar, I usually just use PyQt5. It's much easier to translate your code into PyQt6 than it is to go backwards. Now, by installing this, all the dependencies will be fetched and installed onto your system. To ensure that PyQt has been successfully installed, we need to just get our boiler template ready to go. So at the top of your code, we are going to use the module Qt Widgets from the framework PyQt. Qt Widgets allows you to get objects on your screen. So think of a calculator app. A calculator app has a bunch of buttons. It has a place that displays the numbers. Each element on the calculator is a widget. We can import that from Qt Widgets. Once you import, the two most important classes we need from Qt Widgets are QApplication and QWidget. Without those, you have no app. You can create two starting objects, app equals QApplication and window equals QWidget. And the final two lines of any PyQt app you want to show your QWidget, so window.show, and then you want your app to execute, app.execute. Although technically PyQt can be developed in any text editor, <laughs> we don't really want to do that because that's really old school. Using an integrated IDE like VS Code can significantly enhance your coding experience. So choose an IDE, Atom, Sublime, VS Code. 
to really harness the power of the PyQt framework. Let's dive into the allure and the attraction of PyQt and explore some reasons why it's gained all this popularity and why it continues to be a favorite among other developers. But before I do, there are companies that use PyQt internally. And one of the biggest companies that you may already know is Dropbox. You know, that file hosting service? Well, Dropbox was entirely made with Python. More specifically, Dropbox was entirely made with PyQt. That's pretty amazing. Some of the attractions of PyQt are the power of Python, because Python's simplicity and readability have made it a favorite among developers around the world. PyQt harnesses the full power of Python, thus allowing you to build these cool applications with efficiency and ease. It's not just Python. A key takeaway of this amazing framework is cross-platform compatibility. Gone are those days of developing separate applications for different operating systems. PyQt bestows upon you a remarkable gift of this cross-platform compatibility. With PyQt, your applications can run on all operating systems like Windows, Mac, and Linux. This means you can code it on your environment and distribute it to the other operating systems. That's awesome. Another advantage is the Qt framework. So originally, the Qt framework is where PyQt comes from. Qt was written in C++, but PyQt converts the C++ code into Python. That gives us the name PyQt. It's a comprehensive toolkit that offers a vast array of widgets, tools, and features. The Qt framework equips you with everything you need to create stunning and interactive user interfaces. You can implement advanced graphics, handle multimedia elements, and so much more. An advantage to PyQt is its active community. And I'm not gonna lie, its documentation is actually really good. Compared to other frameworks and libraries I've used, I find reading documentation can be overwhelming and quite challenging. But with PyQt, it's broken down in a really readable manner that I found quite useful. There are endless possibilities with PyQt in the apps that you create. You could create apps for data visualization, 2D, or even 3D graphics. There can be network communication with Bluetooth and database integration with SQL. You hear me rambling, but there's so much we can do with PyQt. Let's talk about some tips and tricks for mastering this new framework you can use to make apps in Python. Embrace layout managers. Everything in PyQt is a layout. You need to design it. You're the app designer. You can use layouts like QVBoxLayout, QHBoxLayout. V means vertical column, H, horizontal, row. There's also QGrid layout. So think about how your app is going to be designed and utilize these layout managers. This will ensure that your widgets are neatly arranged and adapt when the window is resized. By utilizing these layout managers, QVBox, QHBox layout, you can achieve a consistent and responsive layout. And that is a big goal of like a front-end developer per se, is trying to create a responsive web application. Well, PyQt, the layouts actually do it for you, creating these responsive layouts. 
Just watch your interfaces come to life effortlessly. In order to get your layout working, you need to create a layout object. The value of this object is one of your layouts. Remember, these are classes we're importing. In order to add a widget to your layout, we take your layout, call the method addWidget, and put inside what we want to see on our screen. The final thing we need to do is we need to take our layout and we want to set that as the final design in our app. So window, call the set layout method. Inside set layout, you can drop that layout. Tip number two, leverage signals and slots. So event-driven signals lie at the core of PyQt and they provide a powerful means of communication between different components in your applications. So these signals are the way we handle events in PyQt. They are emitted when an event occurs and slots are connected to these events or signals. This triggers specific actions. By utilizing signals, you create these dynamic applications, these interactive applications. Use your events wisely. And in order to design, the design part is easy, but PyQt, it's not all that pretty. In order to make it look pretty and customize it with some flair, we can use CSS. That's right, we can use CSS in Python in PyQt using style sheets. This allows you to customize the appearance of your applications to the finest detail. With style sheets, you can change colors, fonts, borders, and so much more, giving your application a unique and polished look. So make sure you harness the power of style sheets to create visually appealing apps, right? Style sheets, it's the same as CSS. Target an object and you can apply CSS attributes to that. And this brings me to my last tip. Explore the documentation. As I've said, this is one of the more easier readable documentations. So spend some time reading it because PyQt is massive. It's huge, okay? So take time to break that down and understand what's happening. Start with a small project and learn as you go. The documentation is incredibly insightful. To wrap everything up, embrace layouts in PyQt. Use events, use your signals, and unlock all your customizations with style sheets. Don't forget to harness with Qt threads. This makes your tasks run easier. PyQt offers you a world of possibilities where creativity can flourish and your applications can shine. Thanks guys for listening to this episode. And if you're enjoying what you're listening to, why not subscribe for free? It really shows your support and it helps me grow as well. That's all for now. So thanks for tuning in for this episode of PyPod Chronicles. And be sure to check out the blog if you're looking for more. The link is in the description. And don't forget, by subscribing, you get my free beginner's cheat sheet to Python. Well, until next time, I will see you guys in the next episode. <laughs>